This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined by Kamel King. And as we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a wonderful place to live. Today is all about Independence Day, Mississippi style. We're going to showcase different ways to celebrate the 4th of July in Mississippi. We'll start our trip off in Jackson for MPB's Summer Learning Family Fun Day. Then we'll move to Oxford for the 2018 LOU 4th of July celebration. Next, we'll stop by Canton for their 33rd annual Mississippi Championship Hot Air Balloon Fest and end the show on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So hold on tight because we're going for a 4th of July ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. And today is our annual 4th of July celebration in Mississippi, all about the 4th of July show. So we're going to take you on a Mississippi celebration of Independence Day. We're going all across the state to show you how Mississippians celebrate the 4th of July and lots to share today. Yes. Are you ready to pop some firecrackers? I am. I absolutely am. I went to the grocery store yesterday afternoon and got together all of my little things Mm -hmm. that I needed for my recipes and my dips and so on and so forth. So I do feel very prepared. Um, My crew is celebrating the 4th of July this weekend, you know, as the 4th falls on Wednesday this year, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of, I guess you can do both. Yes, we're doing the same thing. And uh, to all these listeners, nobody knows, but you can cook your butt off. So (laughs) it's going to be a real tasty 4th of July pre-weekend, I know, at your house. And same for us. Our family is getting together probably at my grandmother's. I have become the new grill master. Oh, Camille, that is a big honor. I can grill really good. I love to grill. And so do you have a special dish you'll prepare this weekend? Uh, ch- they're called chicken wings. Oh, they're called chicken wings. I think I've heard about those. All right. So with your chicken wings, is it about the rub or about the sauce? You know, It's about the, the pre-seasoning and it's about the love when you cook them. Mm. I, I cook strictly charcoal because I, I just move so fast and it forces you to slow down. You cannot rush charcoal grilling. That's a good thing for Camille King. Yes, indeed. To have something to slow you down. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. Well, you've got a big, beautiful family. I know y'all are going to have a lot of fun and enjoy each other's company. So um, maybe I can drop by. Yes, you can. I think I'll be in the neighborhood. You know I'll give you a a nice plate. Well, I'll bring you some of my Vidalia onion dip. I don't know if that sounds good to you or not. It sounds great to me. I love onion dip. (laughs) Okay, I love it. That's great. Well, we are going to have a lot of fun today. Michelle's put together a great show. We're going to be in North Mississippi. We're going to be on the Gulf Coast, Central Mississippi. We are literally covering a lot of ground today, a lot of miles. But we're so pleased to have in the studio with us this morning, Sheila Brown Robinson. She is the, the director of Early Childhood here at MPB. And she's on 10. Welcome to the show, Sheila. Yeah, thank you. I got to stay on 10. Now, uh, this weekend is a very big weekend for MPB's 
Early Childhood Learning Center. Tell us what you've got planned. Well, this year is our fifth annual Summer Learning Family Fun Day. It's going to be from 9 to 2 p.m. Um, it's going to be at the Jackson Convention Complex. Please come. There's going to be so many great things for the family, not just the child. Mm. This event is for the entire family. We want to get families reading together and this event is going to give us an opportunity to introduce so many books to the children and their families. Now tell us how many years this has been going on because you came and talked about this last year. Yes, yes. This is our fifth year. Okay. Um, we're excited. The very first year we we just didn't know how it was going to go and with all the response, the good response that we got, we decided hey, we're going to keep going. So here we are in our yeah. fifth year um, at the Jackson Convention Complex. That's great. Now, Sheila, you guys do a you know a year round calendar of work when it comes to family learning and early childhood learning. So, why is it important to have these live events, these big gatherings like you're doing tomorrow um, at the Jackson Convention Complex? Well, as you said, we do a lot of events throughout the year, and some of more smaller events we do uh, with their children's events, and we do something with teachers, we do things with um, just parents. But this event, we bring everybody together and that's why you have to have a large venue for this because this is all hands on deck kind of a thing so we want to make sure that everyone knows that mississippi public broadcasting is here Mm -hmm. um it's our the pbs station it's where all the fun take place you know it's live entertainment Mm -hmm. um engaging educational materials that's why we we do this event for for the families for the for our huge audience yeah yeah that's great now i mean let's come back to the summer learning family fun day and let's get an eagle-eyed view of of what early childhood actually does as a whole can you kind of give us a, a, a rundown of that we reach the entire child, and mm. that's everything that affects this 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 child. We we talk about what's our target. Our target every day should be who's in the center, and that's a child, mm. every child. Um, and everything that we do in early childhood connects connects the dots to this child. The education, which is what our education department um, stands on that we want to make sure that we are providing resources to the to, for the child mm-hmm. that's to the family to the teachers that are in that child's life wow that's great so that's why we we do a lot of events um separately and then we do this one whole big event so they all know what we stand for mm-hmm. why we're here we want education is is number one you know it's it's the foundation for everything and we want the kids to know that and to be proud of learning, learning. If you're smart, you are smart. And if you you need some help, we got resources to help you. Yeah, no one can take that knowledge away. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Now, Sheila, you talk about some of those resources that develop the whole child. And I know mm-hmm. you'll have a lot of those resources on display and available for people to really get hands on. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the stations you'll have Saturday. Oh, yes. We'll have a couple book stations cool this is a free event so they'll be able to take a free book home we want everybody to leave this event with a book in their hand from birth to 99 you <laughs> take a book yeah and we'll have uh several great vendors this year we have vendors who are excited to be a part of this um and who called and said hey i want to i want to join you 
and we invited them to come. Mm-hmm. It's too many to name, so I don't want to leave anybody out. <laughs> right. But we'll have a PBS uh, giveaway station, so they don't want to miss that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did mention the books. There will be some hands-on activities throughout this event. So I, I say... At, Come and enjoy. So this is obviously a huge event. I mean, yes, it is. You say you you open it up to thousands of, mm-hmm. of people to be mm-hmm. able to come and families. Yes. How do you source all of the giveaways and all of the books and and the people to work it? I mean, how do you orchestrate something like this for a community to be able to come out to and enjoy? Well, I'll say first that it definitely takes a team, and we have a great team here uh, at MPB to put this together. I'm happy to lead it, but I couldn't do it without the great team that stands with me. Um, and the vendors that are are also partners, and those that we have partnered with, many times in the past. It's just this one time we're all in the building together to put resources, educational resources in our, in the hands of uh, our families. Wow. How cool. And it's in an air conditioned space. Yes, Hello. it is. It is very hot outside. <laughs> That's right. Now today we're getting a little bit of a break in Jackson because we had some rain, but it is still Mississippi summer. So mm-hmm. anything we can do indoors with our kids is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing I'm excited about with the, um, the, the family learning, the Learning Family Fun Day is mm-hmm. some special appearances by some very special guests. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Curious George, which is one of my favorites, and I surely couldn't do it without having. Oh, that's my boy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Clifford, the big red dog, there as well. Oh, Our very man. own Ed said. Um, and then Cat in the Hat will, will also make an appearance. So, yeah. Wow, that's a star-studded nice. cast yeah. right I'm there. I'm telling you, right? Wow. Well, yes. uh, big shout out to Ed said and, and Tyro. I love the oh, work that, that he did on that and the whole team. Yes. Uh, but that's my guy. So I'm just going to shout <laughs> him out go. over here at MPB. Uh, so, I mean, you were mentioning earlier and listeners, of course, you can't see her, but she doesn't look a day past 2930. <laughs> but she's got she's got grandkids. I can't believe it. Uh, do some of these things that you learn, you know, uh, running and being the director of early childhood, do you pass that on to your kids and your your grandkids? Almost oh, definitely. I mean, I'm proud to be a grandmother, but I raised four beautiful, smart daughters. And it was no choice but to read at home. We had a home library. At this event, we are going to talk about building home libraries. Um, We've done that throughout the year. So this event is going to just enhance that even more. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my children um, learn. I was their most important teacher. Mm -hmm. And so I stress that at events that parents... Don't just let the sit back and let the children do these activities. There are designed for you to assist them as well and have fun doing so. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now, Sheila, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh-oh. Now, as a mother of four girls, you have, I think, three grandchildren. Mm-hmm. What's one of your favorite books to read with your family? Oh, man. Right now, I, I, I mean... The oldest one is 27, so I've been reading to them a long time. <laughs> but right now, Curious George uh, is a favorite of my grandson. Yeah. And he loves it, and he's an Elmo fan. He's Elmo, Elmo. Uh, 
you know, that's him around the house. So Sesame Street is one of his favorite shows, too. But right now I'm reading him a lot of Curious George books. That is so funny. So Curious George and Elmo are big at my yes. house as well. And we are still reading Curious George Christmas books. So oh, if someone wow. could please hit me to a Curious George summer book, I'd be really happy. I'm going to make sure you get a couple of... Make sure you get some. Nice, nice. We got to get past that Christmas tree farm. <laughs> no, no. But Sheila Brown Robinson, you have been so great to come in the studio this morning with such a big event happening tomorrow. Best of luck to you. Tell Thank our you. listeners where they can go to register. It's a free event, but you do encourage registration. Yes, we please register. Um, there are some tickets still left. Uh, register at mpbonline.org/slash/summerlearning. Go to our website and you can find all the information you need there. And I'd love to see you tomorrow. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being in studio. It's time for us to take a quick break, but when we return, we'll head to Oxford for their 2018 LOU Fourth of July celebration. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. anything on MPB Think Radio, you can always stay up to date by logging on to our website at mpbonline.org or use your mobile device and download our MPB public media app. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. If you're just joining us before the break, we spoke with Sheila Brown Robinson about Mississippi Public Broadcasting's Summer Learning Family Fun Day. Lots going on tomorrow at the Jackson Convention Complex. That's uh, Saturday, June 30th, all for free. Go check it out online at mpbonline.org. Michelle took us into the break with the theme song from Reading Rainbow. Yes. So Kamel and I are walking down memory lane. (laughs) Giving some love to LeVar Burton. Man, I remember when that would come on and it made me so excited about books. It really did. You know, like. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. That was my favorite song, my favorite show. And like you said, it made me want to read. It really did. That show made me want to read. I was so excited about reading and books and I love that show. Has there ever been another show that made kids across the world want to read like that? I don't know. Maybe we need to talk to the communications department about, or the television department about that because it really sparked the, my father helped too, but it sparked that reading uh, bug in me. I Mm -hmm. was excited about, like you said, your daughter loves that certain that Christmas book. I still have it today, though. I'm, what, 45? But I still love reading. You know, it's just, it it never leaves you. It never leaves you. That's right. That's right. I was saying to Camille during the break that I remember on Reading Rainbow, they would always tell you the author and the illustrator. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you'd hear the name of both. And I do that now when I'm reading books with with my little girl. You know, really fun how how those things stick with you. All right. So we're continuing our 4th of July celebration by heading up to North Mississippi. We're moving to Oxford. And on the line, we have Meredith Rawl. She's here to tell us about the city of Oxford's 4th of July celebration. Welcome, Meredith. Thanks for having me. Well, we are... I will say, uh, also, I have very much enjoyed the uh, the Lamar Burton 
uh, <laughs> reading Rainbow. Walked on the rain myself. So yes, uh, yes, absolutely. Isn't that a classic. Yes, great. <laughs> That's awesome, Meredith. Thank you for for joining in our love fest uh-huh. uh, for Lavar uh-huh. Burton. Well, so Meredith, give us a little bit of background on this LOU Fourth of July celebration. Okay, so the LOU uh, Lafayette, Oxford, and the University. Um, it's a partnership between the three entities, and so there's no way that this that this event could be could be done in Oxford without the three of them. Um, you know, we also have to have our sponsors to pay for our fireworks and and all of the activities. But it's a really great opportunity for the three um, for the three of them to come together and do this little project. That's great. Now, Meredith, you're uh, the committee chair of the LOU 4th of July celebration, but your agency, Family Crisis Services of Northwest Mississippi, has been involved with the festival. Tell us about how that relationship started and how long uh, you guys have been involved. Okay. So, yes, Family Crisis Services of Northwest Mississippi, we've been in Oxford since 1992. Um, We are a victim services provider um, agency, and so we work with victims of violent crimes. We work with kids and adult survivors of sexual abuse um, and any other violent crime. So the thing is, six years ago, the city came to us and said, hey, you know, you guys do a lot of, of outreach, um, and you do a lot of community awareness, and is this something that you think that you'd be willing to, to tackle or to take on? And uh, we were excited at the opportunity because we do a lot of community events to raise awareness throughout the year. Well, that's really important and good work, and uh, certainly appreciate what you guys are doing mm-hmm. there at the Family Crisis Services, Meredith. Um, now, Meredith, you guys kicked off celebrations last night in Oxford at the Lyric with Leapfrog's sixth annual Firecracker Bash. It sounded like a lot of fun, but the the celebration continues. So, tell us about what we can look forward to in the coming days. Okay. So we don't have anything else lined up until the 4th itself. Um, and on the 4th, we that morning, we kick off early. We have a 5K at Fun Run, uh, and that supports the local Humane Society. Um, and you can look that up at Races Online if you're interested. Um, they do on-site registration. Uh, we also have the Children's Parade, which is my favorite event. Uh, and that starts at 9.30. What do we you like about at, that children's parade, Meredith? Well, we line up on the square. Um, and so it's just everybody comes out in such festive garb. And, and there's mm-hmm. so much, um, gosh, it's almost palpable, the amount of um, excitement, especially with the children. So we separate the entries, uh, you know, obviously by uh, tricycles <laughs> to, to the side by sides and the convertibles and the antique cars. Um, and so it's just, it's just great to see the community to come together. Um, and just the, the amount of festivity that that's kind of in the air. And then after the children's parade, is there like a break and then it starts back up again that afternoon? Yes. So the children's parade is on the square, um, that morning at 9.30, and, you know, like I said, it's such a community event. We'll have, you know, the the fire department. We'll have the mounted patrol. So, you know, we're a city that actually has a mounted uh, horse patrol. So that's always a big draw. Everyone loves to see them. 
Um, and we'll also have our Grand Marshal in the parade, which will be Jay Hughes, who is a, a local Oxonian. Um, and then, you know, everyone else will be lined up behind that. Um, then activities move to the Grove on campus at the University of Mississippi. And at 4 o'clock, we'll start music over there. Uh, we'll have activities. We'll have bounce houses, uh, face painting, balloon animals, music, um, you know. It's, it's really kind of like a, almost like a picnic, you know, kind of an old-time throwback uh, to just a just a day out uh, in in the community. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like that old old timey county fair feel. Yeah. Where it's yeah. a little bit of everything, and you've got that nice shade of the grove protecting yeah. you from that summer heat. Now, one thing that kind of uh, struck me when I was reading through the notes this morning is the little Mister and Miss Firecracker pageant. <laughs> yeah, that feels like a throwback. I'm pumped about <laughs> right. this. Uh, so this will be the second year that we that we're doing it. Um, and we only have two categories. It's, uh, it's tiny Mister and Miss, which is zero to three. Uh, you know, as little as if they want to wheel them across the stage in their wagon, that's fine. Um, <laughs> and then we have little Mister and little Miss, and that's ages four to seven. Um, but the, you know, it's not like a hardcore serious pageant. It's um, you know, a little bit about the child. What is their hometown? A fun fact about their child. You know, their favorite, their favorite color, their favorite food. Um, so whenever they, you know, whenever we see that, it's not, it's not any kind of. Um, you aren't asking you know, questions about politics and global warming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, you enough. should though. <laughs> that's great. I, I did watch Miss Mississippi last weekend, so I think I'm still like you know in that in that mindset. Well, that's yeah. really fun. Now everybody knows that in in the Oxford the LOU Fourth of July celebration, really you know the icing on the cake, the cherry on top comes after the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, well, before the sun goes down, I will just put in really quickly that we do take a moment uh, while we're in the grove uh, for an Independence Day ceremony. So we, you know, we do take a moment to reflect on the occasion. That's yes, awesome. indeed. Just, Most certainly. You know, just because that is important to, to, to really think about while we're there. Um, so before the, you know, the grand finale, of course, when the sun goes down at nine o'clock, um, we'll have our fireworks celebration. And for the past six years, we have used a professional company, and they have done a great job. And so we've been able to, you know, raise more money and make the show bigger. Um, one of our, our biggest sponsors is Winchester. Um, and so, you know, thanks to them, we're able to do that and do all of this for the community. Um, it's because it's not a money-making event. It's just, um, you know, something that we do to give back. And there's no way, like I said, that I could do it without – the great committee support that I have from Lafayette Oxford and University and all of the people and all of their hours that they spend uh, into the logistics and planning and implementation of the event. Well, I'll tell you, Meredith, what really uh, uh, was refreshing to me was uh, while people are piling into the Oxford University Stadium and waiting on nightfall and gearing up for the whole show, you guys are actually showing local films uh, on the stadium screen prior to the fireworks. That is really nice. Yeah, well, we thought we'd give them a chance to go on in there and get a great seat and uh, to have some entertainment while they're in there. 
Um, and, you know, anything that we can do to to help with local films and, and you know, local actors and, again, anything local um, is, is something that we want to do and that we've done over the last several years. That's we'll, also, we'll have pizza and water. You know, it's not like a huge uh, – we're not going to have concession stands open or anything like that, but we will be able to uh, to have a little food and snacks in there if anyone wants that. Absolutely. And we should definitely mention it is Oxford, so there's always going to be great music. You've got entertainment from Tate Moore, Damian Wash, and Funkatomic? Funkatomic? Funkatomic, uh-huh. Yeah, um, and they're a really great band. Thanks in support to the Yachtnipatawa Arts Council, um, they actually wrote the grants for us to be able to afford that band this year. So we're excited about that. Like I said, it's just such a community event. Um, when you mentioned the heat earlier, uh, it reminded me we will have cooling tents available um, thanks to our local emergency management. Um, so people can, you know, stop in, especially for the older, younger, um, and cool off. And, and so I think that that's really important Uh to, to be aware of the heat if it is as hot as it has been all week. Right, right. Technology is just so great, the things you could do now. Because, <laughs> you know, a couple of decades ago, look, old, young, you were just <laughs> out in yeah. the elements, and that was what it was. But that yeah, that's well, we really good. State, which is great. But, you know, if we can also have a little outdoor air conditioning and a, a tent with some cooling misting fans, yeah. I, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm telling you, going back to <laughs> what you said, vendors as well in the grave. So awesome. Going back to what you said about having that that moment to reflect on uh, the honor and service of the men and women uh, who you know constantly and and of course historically gave their lives and and what we're celebrating about. I think that is so important because. You know, we get caught up in the holiday and it's all about the barbecue and being off of work and being out of school and, you know, and sitting back, taking a breather and drinking a beer. But you would not have the freedom to sit back and drink that beer and enjoy all these wonderful freedoms that we have in America uh, without the men and women who constantly give their time, their lives and away from their family. Uh, So that, I think, is the most important part of, you know, of the event and and, uh, the holiday, of course. Right. Yeah, I think it's just important to just, even if we only take, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, uh, I still think that, you know, we do need that moment to reflect on the occasion and honor our local service uh, men and women. Now, Meredith, you did say earlier this is a, um, a joint effort between Oxford, the university, and Lafayette County. Now, uh it's a great that you've got that sort of town and gown thing going in a wonderful way uh-huh. for interagency mission work. But what does this mean, you know, for the, the community? It sounds like it really means a lot to you guys as volunteers and, and civic leaders. But what do you think it really means for the locals? Well, I think for the locals, uh, July 4th is one of those rare times uh, in Oxford where there's, not, there's nothing else going on. Um, so there's no big baseball weekend or football weekend or double-decker art festival weekend. Uh, most of the students are gone home for the summer. Um, and so it's really one of those rare occasions where it's kind of just the local people who are in town um, and, you know, the people who really um, care about the actual LOU community and are such a part of every, you know, the day-to-day um, events 
in our city and county. That's great. It's when Oxford returns to a small town. How mm-hmm. exciting. Yes. Well, Meredith, thank you for your time today. Tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about this big July 4th celebration. Okay. Um, it's L-O-U, the number four, T-H, of July.com. So that's L-O-U, fourth of July.com. Uh, and the whole events are listed on that um, that website in, in much more uh, detail. Thank you so much, Meredith Rawl. We're going to take another quick break, but when we return, we'll head to Canton for the Mississippi Championship Hot Air Balloon Festival. Don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio. an app to start your car or still have a flip phone. Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Are you looking for something fun to do this summer? You should check out the MPB events calendar. It has tons of great events. We're talking water slides, kids activities, and even some summer night concerts that are just awesome. If you want to find something nearby or far away, check it out because we have activities across the whole state. If you want a date night or a play day, we have that covered too. There's tons to do for any age, anywhere, anytime. And it's all online at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of MississippiToday.org, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. And if you're just joining us, before the break, we spoke with Meredith Rawl about the 2018 LOU 4th of July celebration. That's the Lafayette Oxford University 4th of July celebration. They've got a lot planned for this coming Wednesday, the 4th of July, so check them out online. Now let's move to Canton and chat with our old friend, Jana Deer. She's the executive director of Canton Tourism, and she's here to tell us about the 
33rd annual Mississippi Championship Hot Air Balloon Festival. Welcome, Jana. Good morning, guys. Thank you all for having us on. Well, we're always uh, just so glad to have you on the show, Jana. There's so many wonderful things about Canton going on in Canton. And I feel like everything you guys do has just this really long-lasting, amazing backstory and history. And Mm -hmm. here's just another example. I mean, we see you at Christmas. We talk about the wonderful City of Lights festival you do. And here we are, 4th of July coming up, and you've got this balloon festival that's been happening for three decades now that's right this event got started um in 1986 in celebration of canton's uh, 150th birthday and our mayor at that time said i want to go big and so uh the ladies of the town pulled together and they went big and they got hot air balloons from all across the country and even brought in the second year they brought in Tony the Tiger. And so we've had special shapes coming for 32 years, and this event's been going on for 33. And um, everybody I talked to from Canton, been around Canton, they grew up around the Balloon Festival. They tell me stories of how their parents drug them out of the house at 5 o'clock in the morning to chase balloons, but it was the best time of the summer for them. So it is a family affair that's been going on for 33 years. And uh, it's a time to not only celebrate America, but celebrate Canton. Now, it's a three-day event. Uh, <clears throat> yesterday, the uh, kicked off with a lunch party, uh, Canton's Historic Square. Tell us about that and what happened. Well, we are, we had a great time. I think we're all still exhausted. <laughs> we had a wonderful time. We had the band Chill here. We put up um, one of our balloon meister that was our balloon meister for many years passed away and so the gentleman that bought his balloon put it up in his honor and then we released balloons in his memory and then um this year's special to canton is we have a special shaped balloon uh in the shape of a penguin his name is tall steve and he came all the way from <laughs> england to be with us this year paul and, steve uh, he was born in September of 2017 to Puddles and Splash, and, uh, and he's been, he, this is only his third time to be in America, so we're proud to have him here. So last night during our launch party, we were able to get him up on the square and got some amazing pictures with our courthouse, and he was taller than our courthouse. Wow. So it was a lot of fun. Jana, uh, where can night. we see those pictures of tall Steve uh, in the courthouse? <laughs> on our Facebook page at Canton Tourism, and we also have a Mississippi Championship Hot Air Balloon Fest page as well. So you can check out both of those and see all the activities we have going on. That is so cool. I am fascinated by hot air balloons. I've never ridden in one. I grew. We had a, a balloon festival in my hometown that we all loved. And, man, that is it's just wild, you mm-hmm. know, to see all these beautiful balloons. And you guys, um, I believe, will have another balloon glow uh, tonight. We are. We This morning we, had, we, were, we were trying to have a flight this morning. Uh, the wind was not our friend at 5 o'clock this morning, but that's okay. Um, so tonight we will have a balloon glow at North Park Mall. About 26 years ago, we made this a countywide event. So we partnered with the city of Ridgeland, and we take 20 balloons down to Ridgeland. They glow and help kick off the event in Ridgeland for their entertainment and their fireworks. So that will be tonight from 6 to 9 at North Park Mall. And then tomorrow morning we will have a competition flight, and uh, we change it up each year to give the pilots a little challenge. And then tomorrow night we'll have another glow in Canton, and uh, that's where you'll see Tall Steve. So you got several opportunities to see balloons either flying or glowing in the next two days. 
Uh, now, tomorrow you have the uh, the two or four mile run, and then a bike ride, ten or thirty miles. How long does it take to do thirty miles on a bike? I mean, will they make it I back before, know, by Sunday? Never, yes, I will never know because I will never do it. <laughs> <laughs> As for the real, real deal cyclists, right there, it is. They love it though, and they love you know. I I don't know if y'all have ever just ridden the back roads of Madison County, but I truly believe Madison County is one of the prettiest counties in the state. And uh, Canton has just happened to be the center location of it. And so they go out into the parts of the county that, like, going towards Flora and coming back towards Canton. And that's just some of the prettiest countryside you'll ever see. So they really enjoy just to get to be on their bike. And it's not a huge, serious, competitive ride. So they get to be a little laid back and enjoy the little stops and um, a few days ago, when we were out marking the spaces. We had donkeys and horses talking to us as we were marking the spaces. Oh, so, um, it's just a pretty, pretty ride, and uh, those cyclists love it. They love an early morning ride, and um, like I said, pretty scenery. Jenna, you break out your huffy. I'll break out my BMX, and we're gonna <laughs> go for it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I tell people all the time, if you see me running, you better run too. <laughs> that is too funny. That is that. too funny. Now, uh, Jana, I saw online this week where you had a special visit from more than a tourist, Jane Halbert Jones and more than a tourist, the great Mississippi-based travel company. And you really showed Jane Halbert Jones and, and their group a, a great time in Canton. So I imagine you have this wonderful event taking place, but everyone around the square and throughout Canton will have their doors open to welcome uh, folks who are coming out for the balloon festival. Absolutely. Our store stayed open late last night so people could get a chance to shop. They're open today. They'll be open tomorrow. A lot of people have not had a chance to explore our new Rich Green Distillery that opened about two years ago. Mm. It was the first one to polar bourbon in the state of Mississippi. And uh, he offers tours and samplings. Um, so tomorrow we're going to take our pilots and crew there to let them get a little taste of Mississippi. And then um, uh, it's open to the public, so the general public can tour as well. Well, you know, I didn't even think about that, Jana. You must have pilots in from around the country. We do. We have about eight different uh, states represented as well as England, because Tall Steve came from England. That's awesome. Mm. That's great. So how many people do you usually see uh, coming out for this great occasion? You know, we have seen uh, different uh, different ranges, um, anywhere from three to 4,000 to up to 30,000. Um, I know there's a lot going on this weekend in Oxford and, and down in South Mississippi, but um, we've loved the kids to come out because we, especially on Saturday night, the kids can actually get on the balloon field. They can climb in the basket with the pilot. All the pilots love kids. They This is a hobby to them. They are big kids, and so they all have what we call trading cards. So they give all the kids their trading cards, and it's a really fun event that you see a thousands of people come out to and uh, we're excited this weekend to have to see that number increase so jenna back to the bourbon distillery when has this <laughs> been open and where is this He's been open for two years his name is david rich and uh he, we, he has a beautiful tasting room that we do a lot of banquets we've even seen um Supper clubs have their dinners there. He uh, had does he does tours every Saturday from ten to four, and they're seven dollars. And you tour. He's 
very, very intelligent, and he, but he breaks it down on a level I can understand it. And he shows you the agricultural side of, you know, what he uses with the corn and the barley and wheat and all that, and he uses it locally. So he, he shows you out his back door where the co-op is, and he walks it across the street. And, and then he shows you how he makes uses the wood to actually make the barrels and um and he even has pouring parties when it's time to actually pour the bourbon uh people come in uh, groups different groups come in a uh, friends that will actually have a party and then after you finish the tour though he has um five samples that he gives you and don't ask me all the the flavors because he changes them it depends on what's in season if it's the fall he'll have something with pumpkin if it's the springtime summertime right now he'll have something with blueberry so it's always a fun um, time to go and, and check him out he is a one-man shop and so that's what I love to see too that he's a great entrepreneur in our community wow did you hear that uh, Mayor Margaret seven bucks and Five samples. I'll, I'll be like, how about I just lay twenty-one bucks on you real quick, and we make it fifteen samples at the. Okay, yeah, you never go mind. Around the corner and yeah, it, and it. come back with a mustache. Like, hey, yeah. I wasn't here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I love her tour. Forget those trading cards from the balloon pilots. Camel wants the bourbon trading <laughs> cards. Bourbon. That's right. right. We, can, we can hook you up. Come on. <laughs> now, a, a lot of uh, the events do happen there on the Canton Square, like you said, the great tours at Rich Grain Distillery, but. The actual glow on Saturday will take place at the Canton Multi Multipurpose Center, and then you'll have fireworks there afterwards. So really cool. Jana, tell listeners where they can go to hear more, learn more rather, about this week, uh, this weekend and how to get involved. Okay. We uh, have a great website, cantontourism.com, and then you can always go to our Facebook page. We're constantly updating our Facebook page, and there's the schedules on there, um, which our Facebook page is Canton Tourism. And then our other Facebook page for the event is the Mississippi Championship Hot Air Balloon Festival. Um, we update both of those pages all the time with if there's weather, if there's any changes, um, and if you need questions, you can message us on that page. You can always call our Welcome Center. We're open today and tomorrow, and that number is 601-859-1307. And that's the Canton Welcome Center right here on the square. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love to make a phone call. Sometimes, you know, a visiting a website is just not going to do. You need right. to talk to someone, right. someone like Jana Deer. So thank you again for being on the show today, Jana, and have a great weekend. We know it's going to be a lot of fun. Great. It's time. Thank you. We will. All right, time for our final break. When we return, we'll make our last stop on the Mississippi Gulf Coast to see how they're celebrating 4th of July. Don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Turn in 
Support for MPB comes from the University of Mississippi School of Education, working to prepare the next generation of teachers, counselors, and educational leaders through online graduate degrees and hybrid doctoral programs. Details at education.olemiss.edu. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Miller joined by Kamel King, and you're listening to Jimi Hendrix's version of the Star Spangled Banner. Michelle indulged Kamel and I by playing that as we come in today. It's one of the best. I encourage mm-hmm. everyone to listen to it mm-hmm. in full form this weekend. Now, today we are showcasing the 4th of July Mississippi style. Before we took a break, we spoke with Jana Deer with the Canton Tourism Office about their 33rd annual Mississippi Hot Air Balloon Festival. Such a cool celebration. Now we're heading to the Mississippi Gulf Coast to see how they celebrate the 4th of July. And I have a feeling they do it big. Big. Welcome to the show, Anna Roy, Public Media Relations Manager with Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. Hello and greetings from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Oh, that's how you come in, Anna. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, we're happy down here. It's sunny. It's beautiful. It's Friday, so we're we're good to go. <laughs> well, Anna, I love how you guys roll on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We've got you on the show today, and I'm I'm looking at the notes, and literally, uh, almost every city on the Gulf Coast is represented as part of what is looks to be like a five day lineup of Fourth mm-hmm. of July Fourth of July celebrations. Yeah, we have fireworks across the coast, literally the whole way along our 62 miles of shoreline um, from the Louisiana border all the way to the Alabama border, um, starting July 1st with the, the Back Bay Biloxi fireworks. And we have several on July 4th in Pass Christian, in Biloxi, in Pascagoula, all over. So really, you know, you can hit one up every day if you wanted to. <laughs> Wow. So start us somewhere. Uh, I guess let's start in Ocean Springs. Tell us what's happening uh, in Ocean Springs. Okay, so Ocean Springs has the 4th of July fireworks show actually on the 3rd, and that's going to be held at Fort Maripah Park, which is really beautiful. It's right on Front Beach, so it's overlooking the water, and that starts at 845, and that's on July 3rd. That's great. Now, and you've also got some wonderful celebrations, I believe, happening on the 4th of July, the Destination Waveland Independence Day Celebration. Yep. So there's going to be a fireworks show, also live entertainment, um, all sponsored by the city of Waveland. And that's also going to be beachside. And that's from 5 to 9 on July 4th. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Now, here in uh, Jackson, where we actually are based and, and do our show out of, even though we are broadcast in every city, every county throughout uh, Mississippi, we ha- there are local stations as well as on the Internet. But here in Jackson, of course, we, you know, get to enjoy great fireworks, uh, you know, on land and, and by the reservoir. Uh, but I don't think there's anything more special than enjoying it beachside. That is so crazy. That's right. And also, we have some awesome boating excursions for the fireworks specifically. So we've got extra Biloxi schooner sails, the beautiful sailboats that will go out for the 4th of July um, fireworks in Biloxi. Um, And that's from uh, 7 to 9.30 on July 4th. Um, And then we also have the Ship Island Excursions boat. That's also going to be going out on July 4th. So you can literally see the fireworks on the water from the water if you wanted to. Oh, that's so fantastic. Mm, mm. What are some other unique ways to celebrate the 4th of July on the Gulf Coast, Anna? Well, we also have some awesome festivals coming up, too. Um, We have the annual Mississippi Deep Sea Fishing Row that's actually starting today and ends on July 4th. Um, That's in Jones Park in Gulfport. And it's $5 a person, um, and it's the largest family-friendly fishing rodeo in the world. Um, So that's pretty cool. Um, We also have another amazing festival. It's called the Our Lady of the Gulf Crab Festival, where you can get blue crab in all sorts of ways, and it is absolutely delicious. Um, There's arts and crafts booths, rides, raffles. There's even crab races, Mm -hmm. um, if you fancy a little bit of sports betting on that. (laughs) And that's going to be going on from June 29th to July. First. Now, the coast so is, is, is of course, very populated with uh, many men and women of valor and uh, of service. Uh, you know, how important is it for the entire Gulf, Gulf Coast to really celebrate the 4th of July and lift up all of the service people who live on the Mississippi Gulf Coast? Absolutely. It's important that everyone, um, of course, that they are honored um, on this special occasion. We also have several quiet spaces designated where fireworks will not be shut off because obviously not everyone is comfortable with fireworks, especially people who serve for our country. Um, So they're also listed on our website on gulfcoast.org. So they can go and visit there too if they wanted to get away from it. Yeah, you know, when Kamel and I were on the Mississippi Gulf Coast last year for the Bicentennial Celebration, I was so impressed by the incredible military community there on the Mm -hmm. Mississippi Gulf Coast and how they represent um, our state and our nation with honor. And so really going to be thinking about a a lot of those folks this weekend and as we move into the 4th of July on Wednesday. Now, Anna, in addition to uh, these community events, there's just something happening everywhere, it seems like. What are some other attractions? that folks might want to check out while they're getting ready for the fireworks? So all of our regular attractions and excursions will be open. Um, One that I would definitely suggest would be um, going to visit the Pascagoula River Audubon Center. Um, It's a wonderful center. It teaches wildlife, all the rare flora and fauna in the region. Um, It's located on the Pascagoula River, which is actually the largest free-flowing river in the lower 48. Um, and from there, you can take this amazing river and marsh eco-tour with Captain Benny McCoy. Um, and you go through the Pascagoula River into the marsh and through the bayou, and it's just stunning. And Captain Benny is just the most knowledgeable guy. And you may even spot some bald eagles to make this 4th of July even more memorable. Oh, that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Now, Anna, I know you have all of these events and these wonderful attractions listed on your website. Share that with our listeners, please. 
Yes, our website is gulfcoast.org, and on there you'll find a full listing of events, attractions, excursions, accommodations, dining, and even some itinerary ideas and our blog too. And obviously there's a phone number you can contact as well if you wanted to talk to someone, get some inspiration like that too. That's great. Anna Roy with Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. Thanks for joining us. And we want to thank all of our uh, guests for traveling with us today. Sheila Brown Robinson with MPB Summer Learning Family Fun Day. Meredith Rawl with Oxford's LOU 4th of July Celebration. Jana Deere with the Mississippi Championship Hot Air Balloon Festival, and Anna Roy with Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. Next Stop Mississippi was produced by Michelle McAdoo. For Kamel King, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next week for another great trip on Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio. To the oceans, white with fire.